one-third of the oil produced in North Dakota comes from the Fort Berthold Reservation. Since 2007, oil money has erased $125 million in debt and slashed a 70% unemployment rate to 2% today. But it's also industrialized much of the reservation and brought traffic, crime, and drugs. On November 4th, tribal members will elect a new chairman, choosing between two candidates who question the pace of oil development. From our Inside Energy team at Prairie Public, Emily Guerin reports. Sonny Bear wears a big white cowboy hat, boots, and a green neckerchief. He raises horses on a ranch about 15 miles east of Newtown, down a long gravel road that's used more by oil trucks than ranchers these days. He snuffs out a cigarette and walks out onto his back porch to tally up all the yep, oil wells there. he can see. And then there's a couple up on the, up on the hill. See, there's another one a mile across. So we're pretty much surrounded on the north side. Bear and his wife moved here a year and a half ago to get away from the oil development that had encircled their old place. First it started with the roads, and then of course the trucks came. You know, we lost a couple of horses, you know, so much dust, lung problems next. When they first bought the new ranch, the closest wells were a couple miles away. But then the Bakken caught up to them. Now, Bear's horses are corralled less than 100 yards from the closest well pad, and he's frustrated with his tribal leadership. You know, they just opened up the country and just let them start drilling any place they wanted, and it, it was just a big fiasco. There's a lot of people on the reservation who are increasingly tired of the oil boom and tired of outgoing tribal chairman Tex Hall, who lost in the primary. Both candidates for tribal chairman have picked up on calls for a change of pace. If industry cannot do what it's supposed to do in protecting our environment, then darn it, we're going to have to slow them down. That was candidate Mark Fox at a recent debate in Bismarck. Fox is more openly critical of the oil industry than his challenger, Damon Williams, but both are calling for more tribal oversight. We've had four years of all we wanted to do was brag about how many oil wells we had. Yet at the same time, nobody went back and tried to put regulations in place. The tribal candidates are strikingly different than most North Dakota politicians, who may condemn some of the negative social effects of the boom, but would never suggest slowing down development. I asked both candidates to explain that difference. The people being affected directly are literally our family. And that's what kind of makes us a little bit different. We don't have, we can't separate ourselves. That's Damon Williams. Mark Fox says there's another difference, too. Our people are strong, strong relationship to the land, strong relationship to the water. Money and, and generation of, of revenue is really, really important, but not as, not as much on the reservation. Some of the best geology in the Bakken lies beneath the reservation. So oil companies are closely watching the election. That's according to Lynn Helms, director of the North Dakota Department of Mineral Resources. They're deeply concerned about what the future holds for them on Fort Berthold. But the industry does, of course, have fans on the reservation. That's a nice rack on the outside, nice At the Rec and Fitness Center in White Shield, kids are playing video games and air hockey. Brand new equipment, all paid for with oil tax revenue. Things that we could never have gotten, never have gotten before the Bakken. Karen Lonefight works for the tribal councilman from this district on the eastern part of the reservation, far from the oil wells and traffic. On her boss's desk, a tiny statue of an oil pump jack. And out the window, construction. We're building a Head Start, a high school, and a community center here. Steve Stenger is with the architecture firm building the project. Even rancher Sonny Bear admits he's benefited. Yeah, yeah, we do. 
His gorgeous new house with its high ceilings and exposed beams paid for in part with oil royalties. But, you know, if I can go back, you know, eight years, I, 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 would, I would love to have it the way it was. Like North Dakota, Fort Berthold has become an energy state unto itself, one that's struggling to balance economic development and preservation of a traditional way of life. For Inside Energy, I'm Emily Guerin.